Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to Bassmaster Radio, presented by Phoenix Boats, the show for fishermen by fishermen. Today's show is brought to you by Enigma Fishing, cast, catch, repeat. Visit Anderson, South Carolina, home of beautiful Lake Hartwell. Phoenix Boats, experience the difference. And by the Bass Anglers Sportsman Society. Now here's lifetime BASS member, Tom Abraham. Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Post Bassmaster Radio. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the BassPro.com Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Carhartt Bassmaster College Series presented by Bass Pro Shops and the tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level, all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. And now we've added a new element to Bassmaster Radio, and that's our video feed that you can find at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or go to Bassmaster.com and click on the watch tab and then click on Bassmaster Radio. The bass fishing world lost a true legend hours after this week's show was produced as Aaron Martins passed away at the age of 49 following a nearly two-year battle with brain cancer. Martins was a three-time angler of the year, a 20-time qualifier for the biggest event in the sport, the Bassmaster Classic, and he finished in the top 10 nine times. He finished second a record four times but never took the big trophy. He was a three-time winner of the U.S. Open out west and a nine-time champion on the Bassmaster Tour. But for all of that, he was a better man. Quirky, sure, but he looked at the world just a little differently, and we loved him for it. He was the guy that put Enigma Fishing on the map and was one of the first Phoenix Boat Pros, two companies that I have been blessed to work with. There's so much to be said about him. It can't be said in these few moments. So next week, we will celebrate the life and times of the great Aaron Martins fully, including looking back at some of the great times that we had with him here on the show. In the meantime, preparations are underway for the 2022 Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic presented by Hook at Lake Hartwell, March 4th through the 6th. And Neil Paul from VisitAnderson.com will stop by to talk about the process. And speaking of Hartwell, we'd like to welcome our newest affiliates, 105.5 The Roar in Clemson and 97.5 FM in Spartanburg, South Carolina, covering much of the upstate area. Hank Weldon is the new tournament director for the BassPro.com Bassmaster Open Series. Hank has been running the college and high school circuits up until now, and he will join us to talk about that as well. And in the leadoff role, North Alabama Mortgage Pro Trey Swindle, yes, the nephew of Gerald, is in to give us some tips on our fall transition fishing now that we are past Halloween. Welcome back to Bassmaster Radio. Presented by Phoenix Boats. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. 
And welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And now a chance to talk to a young man that has title sponsorship set up for this season. He'll be fishing all nine of the Opens in the 2022 season. And um, he is the, the nephew of Gerald Swindle. He is Trey Swindle. And he is sponsored by North Alabama Mortgage, who is also a sponsor of us and does a tremendous job as well. Trey, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am fantastic. I want to talk a little bit about this cold snap that has come through the south and 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 how it can activate the fish for fall fishing. But before we get there, just a word about North Alabama Mortgage. We share a sponsor there with uh, Brian Hammaker and his team. And you know, Brian, he's one of us. You know, he's a fisherman. That's what's really really cool. He understands uh, you know um, the language and what we're talking about. He's a pretty pretty good little fisherman himself. And um, and it's really neat to be able to deal with somebody that's like that, that's local, you know, for all your mortgage needs, they do a tremendous job. They really do. Like that's, like I said, that's the first thing that stood out to me when I met Brian and a couple of the guys over there. So just, they're just all super nice. And I mean, you can sit down to them and talk like we are right now. And like, like you said, Brian, the fisherman, he loves the outdoors and, and I mean, you can connect with him just like you can us. It's, it's a pretty cool deal how nice and how good they treat everybody. And he's good-natured in a way that I can kind of bust on him a little bit. We both fish opens as co-anglers, and uh, he finished two spots behind me at Smith Lake. Uh, and, and look, Smith Lake was a grind. I think I was 71 and he was 73 or 74, something like that. Um, but I won't uh-huh. let him forget it. You know what I mean? I just, I won't let him forget the fact that my uh, little dink spot was uh, two ounces heavier than his. It's just the way it's going to go. I'm glad you told me that. Cause now I won't let him forget it either. I, yeah. I, now I got something on him. Yeah. You can say, you mean radio <laughs> guy beat you? Are you kidding me? Radio <laughs> guy beat you. That was a grind though. I mean, you fished that lake and, and have, have fished it in the past. And we, we all knew that at this time of year, it would be a grind. It might be really good now. You know what I mean? A, a few weeks later, uh, and a little bit more cold weather. Um, but that was, that was a kind of a tough go. And yeah, folks had to make the decision whether or not they were going for largemouth or you know, whether or not they were going to stay after the spots. Yes, sir. It, it was. I mean, you ha- you kind of had to make your decision whether you wanted to go out in 70 feet and catch them like, you know, Perosnik did, or if you want to go up shallow and beat the bank, you could kind of do any of it. But I think the shallow bite was, I, I thought the shallow bite was going to win that tournament, but it just turned out, you know, with the rain, you know, uh, most, I don't know if everybody knew or paid attention to it, but the water come up, you know, three or four feet, you know, two days before the tournament. So right. it was three three feet down and then it shot up three or four feet and then it just kind of messed it up i had some shallow brush piles found and stuff and those shallow fish just kind of when it rises that quick overnight you know it just it just messes them up and that's what that's what got them that's why the spots won that one i feel like trace window with us here and you know we haven't had a ton of rain in the mid-south region but we have had a cold snap that has come through um water temperatures start plummeting down into the 60s and the lower 60s what um you know what what is the way that you attack it and what are you looking at now and, and what kind of an impact do these cold nights everybody says cold front you know kills the fishing but um once things stabilize what do you think happens it, it really turns on once it stabilizes. I mean, it is true that, you know, the day the day after a cold front, it, you know, ain't too good or maybe even the second day. But once once things kind of settle down and you give them two or three days, it, it really, I mean, they really start biting. It turns them off. Um, 
topwater bite. You know, a lot of people like to throw a buzz bait. You know, we know uh, your Uncle Gerald, he loves to throw that buzz bait no matter where. Uh, I think he builds them himself. I think those are secret buzz baits that he uses. But uh, the topwater bite is so good. When do you, uh, do you feel like that's still active at this time of year, and when does it go away as far as you're concerned? I do. I mean, I, I've been known to throw topwater for too long. You know, I mean, I, if you see bait on the top and you see fish rolling, I mean, they'll hit topwater. That's my theory. But, I mean, it, you know, it tends to stop when it gets the water temps getting, a, you know, low, low, or low to mid-50s. Um, for me, I've caught them when it's, you know, high 50s, pretty decent on a buzz bait and stuff. But uh, right now is actually probably prime time for, you know, a walking bait like a spook. Maybe not a, maybe not a buzz bait as much as a, you know, a frog or a, or a spook, something a little bit slower. Um, and what about the, the, the plopper style baits, you know, the whopper plopper style bait? Do, do you look at, do you view that as pretty much a buzz bait or is there, I mean, you can stop it, which is kind of neat. Um, I, just talk about that a little bit and your setup for it. I, I, I mean, I love a plopper. Like you said, that's my main thing about it. It's all, I mean, it's almost like a buzz bait. I, I'm, you know, the nephew of Gerald, so I like a squeaking buzz bait. So it yeah. doesn't squeak, but it makes that plopping noise. So it, it, it's still kind of moving fast. But what I like about it is a buzz bait, you can't just stop it. You know, you got to keep reeling it. And a plopper, like you said, you can reel it. And if one blows up on it, you can stop it. And you can even work it like a prop bait and make them come back and get it. So I... I mean, I love a plopper for that, and I think, you know, certain times of the year, they bite it better than anything else. Now, now Uncle G has been known to tune those things up pretty good, regular buzz baits. Um, does he share any of those with you? He may be the best buzz bait tuner, you know, uh, on the tour right now, but uh, does he does he hook you up a little bit, or do you, do you have to fight him for one or what? I mean, I have to I have to fight him for the – I have to pay attention. He won't just tell me, but if I'm in the boat with him, he'll do it, but he just wants me to watch him. So I've been watching over the past couple of years. I still ain't got it down tuned yet. I, got, I had to get him to come over to the campground where I was staying at Smith and get him to – get him to tune my buzz baits for me because i just can't i mean he can make them sing the abc's he can make it do anything yeah yeah no that's uh true and you want them running straight right you want that you that frog to be kind of hanging straight back behind it. it it seems like they always want to wobble one way or the other and kind of flop on the side i don't know how much effect that has on the fish it does i mean it, it does a lot and also he, he can tune it to where it runs one way or the other so if he's yeah. fishing docks and he's going down one way he can make it run towards the docks or up under the docks or it's pretty crazy how much time he spent with a buzz bait in his hand. Now, how do you prefer to fish it in terms of your line setup? Just talk about it for for the buzz bait, uh, for the plopper style bait, and then even to a frog. I mean, everybody throws a frog pretty much on a on braid, but uh, there is a lot of different ideas and thoughts as to whether or not you want to use braid, mono, uh, you know, fluoro on uh, on a buzz bait. What's your preference? Uh, preferably on a buzz bait, I, I mean, I throw like a seven, three, I used to throw it on a big stiff rod with braid. And I mean, that's, that's just how I did it. And that was before I knew any better. And I just come to find out, I just kept missing them and missing them and missing them. And I, after being in the boat with G, I noticed that even me and him both, he was bad about it before throwing on too stiff of a rod. Cause on a buzz bait, you know, you got to give them enough tip of the rod to get it down. So for, for me and for G, I kind of learned it from him, but I throw it on like 18-pound sunlight, 18-pound fluorocarbon yeah. on a buzz bait. Um, and, you know, a frog, of course, I, I throw 50-pound braid. A lot of people throw 65. I just like 50 because you can throw it a little bit farther. If one blows up in a mat, you know, way back there, you can throw it farther. But I do, I, I actually throw mono on like a, a whopper plopper. 
just just because it you know it floats and you ain't got to worry about that. You ain't got to hold your line high, so it kind of messes it up if you throw it on fluoro. And it gives it a little bit of a, a shock absorber, you know, if you will. I, I would mm-hmm. think. Now, would you do the same thing on like a pop R type bait or any kind of a popping bait? Do you like throwing that on mono? I do. I usually throw a, a popper on about 14-pound mono uh, just because usually I throw the little quarter-ounce popper, so it's really, really light. So if you go to throw an 18-pound mono, it just doesn't throw great. So I, I like the little bitty popper with about 14-pound mono. All right, that's uh, that, that's a good tip right there because a lot of people, you know, they've, they've gone away from mono for everything, but the dirty little secret is I know a lot of guys that are fish mono, fish a spinnerbaits on mono still because they want that little bit of a, a shock absorber as well. And, and and one of them is Rick Clun, you know, the legend, and, and he, he'll always yes, throw a spinnerbait on mono. And I, my, my theory is I'm a swindle. I like, to, I like to set the hook. I like the slack line a little bit too much, and I like to set the hook too hard, and for, I know a lot of people have that problem, but if you use mono, if you replace fluoro with mono on stuff you like to set the hook too hard on, like a top water, it kind of gives you some forgiveness. So if you set the hook a little bit too soon, that mono has just enough stretch in it to where it, you, they can actually still get it down. All right. Excellent stuff uh, with Trey Swindle. Trey, I appreciate you so much. I will see you in Florida, man. I can't wait to get down there for that uh, first open down there at Kissimmee, and we'll see you down there and uh, have a great short off season. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. All right. Thank you. That's Trey Swindle. That kid, uh, that's a guy right there that's got uh, high, high potential. He really does. And he, you can't have anybody better to help you with the business and help you with the fishing than Gerald Swindle. All right, we're going to get a break in here. We'll come back with more right after this. This is Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Welcome back to Bassmaster Radio, presented by Phoenix Boats. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats, Bassmaster Radio. And now a chance to talk to a guy. Look, I've been following this guy's career for a while. He has done a tremendous job with the the, the youth, the high school, the college uh, series as a tournament director. And, you know, last week we talked to Chris Bowes, and he has moved up to vice president of tournaments. And he'll have all the tournament directors now working with him uh, together in lockstep. But that leaves that opening at the Opens level, the BassPro.com Open Series, which is so critical and has been so good the last several years. Um, Somebody has stepped into that role as tournament director, and who better than Hank Weldon? And he joins us now. Hank, welcome to the show. How are you? Um, I'm great. Yeah, and thanks for the intro. Yeah, it's exciting times. Bittersweet, but exciting times, too. You know, it's weird. It just occurred to me. Um, we just had Trey Swindle on, who is, of course, the nephew of Gerald Swindle. And, and people are saying, Hank Weldon, I wonder if he's in a relationship to Trip Weldon. Yes, this is Trip Weldon's son. Trip, of course, so many years, the uh, tournament director at Bass. So this it, it kind of goes to show the family aspect of Bass, of the of the industry itself and of Bass in particular, that, um, you know, it's like generation after generation here. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'd certainly uh, would always strive to be what, what Dad was like. I don't know if I ever get to that level, but I sure will try. But yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's, it's like you're if there's anything you you can do, follow in their footsteps and try to emulate what they do in their in their life. So that, I guess you can say I'm doing that too. How often? I mean, do you lean on him for advice, or does he not offer advice unless you ask him, or is he one that's like call you on Monday after a big tournament college event and say, uh, "Hey, Hank, uh, you might have wanted to do this or that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's golly, I feel like I, 
I don't want to say I have all the answers, but I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, you know that what that's what he was going to say when you asked ask the question. But yeah, I know. I probably should have made the call that way. You know, there's certainly things that happen like that. But yeah, you know, if I ask him for advice, he gives it to me. But, you know, watching him since I was him running tournaments since 1990, I was six. Right. At that point, you kind of. I feel like you kind of, you know, have an example your whole life and uh, you kind of learn the, the ropes a little bit along the way and you start adding up all those years. They kind of help, help, you know, help me in, in making decisions and situations and stuff. And I feel like I, you know, have a good grasp, but that's certainly not without his his touch and, yeah. and, and views on things. So, yeah, it's definitely – revealed and you know in a lot of decisions that i make you couldn't have a better mentor that's for sure now now bass just announced the college and the high school and the junior schedules for 2022 uh it was just a month or so ago that uh the the open schedules came out and there's a lot of moving parts in that is this this, this obviously you were very involved in coming up with this schedule um did, did were you involved at all in the open side or did chris handle all that himself or were you kind of working on two rails kind of knowing that this was coming <laughs> No, yeah. So no, what you said. I, I we got. I was strictly on the on the youth schedules, and and Bo's was, you know, knocking out the open schedule. And we really didn't know at that point who was going to be doing what. So we were just still kind of, you know, getting everything settled and, and and good to go. And I'm glad to, I'm glad we finally got out all those schedules. It could be a good schedule this year uh, for those for all our youth platforms. I think they'll showcase some good stuff. Should be some exciting races and and uh, looking forward to the opens. You know, three different divisions and. Yeah. A serious angler of the year uh, up for grabs, elite series burst. So a lot at stake for uh, for the Opens this year. There's no doubt it's been that way for the last uh, few years. And the Opens getting a lot of love, uh, live coverage uh, on the championship Saturdays of the final events of, of all three divisions uh, this past year. Uh, that was very, very well received on FS1. And so we hope that that continues. Uh, I've been fishing opens now for four years as a co-angler and just amazed at the professionalism, um, not only the relationships with the with the pros, with the boaters that are in the deal, uh, but also with the way the whole organization puts on these events. So it's all a first-class deal. And, and let's face it, I mean, there's so much on the line. Uh, these guys have a shot to win nearly $50,000, the pros, in these deals. And, and it's been unique the last few years because you've got the guys that are trying to get into the Elite Series for the first time. But let's be honest, you also have a bunch of guys trying to get back into the Elite Series. We've seen that each of the last uh, two or three years. And, um, you know, guys that have great resumes. And it's really kind of fascinating watching guys like Jacob Poroznik this year, you know, compete against 200 guys uh, per event. And that's a guy that had fished five or six years on the uh, on the elites already, and he'll be back in this year. Um, so I think that's all part of the intrigue of the Opens. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, we've got college kids coming in and, like you said, veteran anglers who are there. And so that's, you know, that's going to be the unique thing for me is because I'm used to running tournaments where the you're maxed out at, like, the age 22, right? right. So it's uh, – you know, we're going to have all kind of, and that's going to be cool. You know, the guys I've I've watched growing up, now, and I, you know, I want to do want to point out, I, I have some major shoes to fill. Bose, like you said, did a fantastic job at the Opens, and you know, I just hope I can live up to to what he has done for the Opens, and you know, and then take it to uh, another level if there's another another level to get to. But excited, and yeah, just that different range of anglers, veterans to rookies to. You know, um, just 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 across the board, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm 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 really excited about it. 
Hank Weldon with us, the new director of the Open Series. All right, so how many years did you were you tournament director for high school and, and college? Well, that's a little choppy there, Tom. I mean, you know, I how many I years were you involved in, in high school? Yeah, and, and let's, let's put it that with way. Bass. Yeah, exactly. Back in the mid two thousands, oh five, oh six, running bass track. Um, and then I, I ran the Under Armour College Bass for a sports marketing firm in 07, 08, and 09. Took a, took, stepped out of the industry for a couple of years, and then I, I've been running college Bassmaster when Bassmaster started their college series since 2011. And we rolled the high school in, and, you know, in 14, and, uh, and uh, the juniors in 15, and, and we've really just been building off of those um, ever since. So under the Bassmaster umbrella since 2011. So there's obviously going to be a number of guys that you're weighing in that you had experience with as college anglers, but there are going to be guys that you weighed in as high school anglers, maybe even a junior at some particular point in time, where you're now going to be dealing with them on the professional level. That's going to be really cool. It's going to make you feel old, but it's also going to be really cool when you're weighing in a guy uh, at the opens level that is a guy that you have had experience with in the last seven or eight or nine years uh, coming up through the ranks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think of people like John Garrett. You know, he, he was around, yeah. you know, college. And we always have those. Those are always bittersweet days at the College National Championship because you have those seniors who are saying fairly well. And, and you know, and you wonder, hey, I'm not you're never going to see the kid again. But, right. you know, you wish him well and good luck. But it is going to be cool to kind of jump up there with them they've been there for a little bit but I'll, i'm gonna be happy to uh like you said be directing them again and then like like you said with the juniors i mean really that's the ultimate bass way right we want to give them platforms really that they can fish throughout their whole life and why not start it at seven years old and and they can just fish something under the bass umbrella for for their whole life you know years as many years as they want to yeah, uh, there's no thought about it. Hank Weldon with us here. And, you know, these guys, as we say, uh, there's so many now on the Elite Series that came out of college fishing. The day is going to come where almost everybody who is a, uh, an elite is a guy that has some kind of college fishing uh, background as well. I mean, it's, it's getting younger and younger, the elite field, and it's getting more and more guys that have had uh, college experience. So uh, it'll be like college football or any other college sport that goes on to the pros where, where these guys all had that background. But you are also the architect of something that happened just last month um, that was really, really cool. The first high school combine, um, w- which was absolutely incredible. Just talk about that and what the plans are for that going forward. It, it, that was, it, to me, I think everybody thought that that was viewed as a, a definite success. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, we had a huge committee, internal committee, that was in charge of that. And, golly, what a job they did. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we talked about it a little bit. Have you ever – envision the day that we would have coaches assessing high school athlete angler athlete athlete skills but there was no fishing involved they were just you know just just doing the 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 you know the casting and the and the knot tying and everything and they were and they're interviewing them to determine if they want to bring them offer them scholarships to attend their university to join their team so it's just really cool when you really think about that that we have gotten to a level where we can do an event like that in the in the realm of bass fishing but yeah i mean so you know we're gonna take a step back review it what worked well what didn't work well what we need to tweak a little bit and i'll still be involved with that committee moving into next year it's just you know that one's near and dear to me um 
but yeah, I mean, you know, we'll stay with one event next year and probably the year after we are locked in for a three-year deal. Uh, so we'll keep it around for at least another two years. But then do we go regional? Do we have a Northeast Combine, a Central Combine? You know, I don't know. Maybe that would be cool if we could. It would be a lot of work. But if, if the demand is there, why not do it? Uh, and the guy that was the uh, overall points winner coming out of that was Levi Thibodeau from Thibodeau High School in Thibodeau, Louisiana. I mean, I, I remember right. calling you after that or texting you and saying, what, 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 what's up with this? So uh, that was kind of an interesting deal. And he signed with LSU Shreveport while we were there, so he's keeping it in Louisiana. But, yeah, yeah I mean, it's cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was a really, really good stuff. Um, a lot of work obviously goes into uh, scheduling these uh, BassPro.com, Bassmaster Opens, the travel that is involved and having a team in place and everything else. And I know that you are the right guy for it. It's going to be really cool. And I know for me personally, it's going to be neat to walk across that stage at Kissimmee, weigh my fish in and, have, uh, and hand them to Hank Weldon. That's going to be kind of cool. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, yeah, we've been around. You come to several high school, college events, and yeah. now I actually get you out of the contender, so that's going to be really cool. Yeah. I get to interview you, so yes. you know, we'll, we'll flip the roles a little bit. There. Yes, you can both always <laughs> ask me a couple of questions of who's on the show yeah. and all that stuff. So, so yeah, it, it, it'll be it'll be uh, a lot of fun, that's for sure. Well, congratulations on it. I know you're going to do great, uh, and I look forward to seeing you out there on the road. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll see you down in Kissimmee. Nice, warm Florida. Yeah. It's cold already here in Louisiana, and I'm ready for warm weather already again. So, I, I think, yeah, it'll yeah. be nice. Yeah, I may need to go there for three weeks before and three weeks after the tournament. Just, just <laughs> there you in, go. Just in case. All right, thanks, Hank. Appreciate you. Thanks, Tom. All right, we're going to break in here. When we come back, Neil Paul joins us from Visit Anderson, and we'll talk about uh, what it's like at his end preparing for the 2022 Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And, of course, as you know by now, the 2022 Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic presented by Hook will be back at uh, Hartwell. And um, they do such a tremendous job there. And it kind of pulls together two communities because Green Pond Landing, which is one of the great, great sites uh, for for takeoff and, and, and just even if you're just going fishing to Hartwell, it's just really, really a cool setup there. That is in Anderson County and in Greenville is about 30 miles or so up the road. So these guys work very close together to pull this all together. The Expo will be at the Greenville Convention Center and then uh, right in downtown Greenville, the weigh-ins will be at the at the uh, Bon Secours, I think I'm saying that right, um, arena as well, which is a perfect size arena for the weigh-ins. So joining us now, uh, a guy who is intimately involved in all of these negotiations and preparations and so on he is our good friend neil paul from visit anderson.com neil welcome back to the show how are you tom i'm great how are you i am fantastic i am looking forward to at least two trips next year over to hartwell uh one for the classic and uh, which i'll be reporting on and broadcasting from and then the other uh to fish in the open later on in the year and and who knows what else you guys are going to have it's going to be a big year for lake hartwell and green pond landing and and visit anderson and of course greenville as well with the classic so uh it's really going to be a big year i think for for for, for lake hartwell it is, and it's extremely exciting too. We've, you know, the county, uh, Anderson County, deserves all the credit in the world. The continuation of, of um, development at Green Pond. We just finished, uh, completed the amphitheater project, which is a thirteen hundred seat outdoor amphitheater on site there at Green at Green Pond, with a um, with drive through. Uh, drive-through weigh-in lanes, mm-hmm. and then the addition of a 240-foot 
uh, additional dock space that goes out from the amphitheater into the lake. So it makes a great venue for weigh-ins. Obviously, it doesn't apply as far as the classics concerned, but it'll be a great vantage point to watch takeoffs. It'll be a great uh, dock space uh, to tie up the anglers and uh, and have them ready to launch in the, the Super Bowl of bass fishing. Now, is this dock over by the boat ramp, or is this dock over more towards where, where the amphitheater is? Uh, it's right around the corner by the amphitheater. So it'll really take the area that we've used in the past with the courtesy docks. It'll be a great way for anglers to launch their boats and maybe tie up in the morning when they get their breakfast or maybe yeah. uh, maybe some interviews or maybe spend some time with the last few minutes with the family, and then they'll bring them around and tie them up at the new dock. The dock's big enough, and we've got enough cleats that we should be able to nose in all 54 competitors down both sides of the dock and then get everybody ready for a big takeoff. Well, and then when the, you know, when the BassPro.com Bassmaster Open comes there, I mean, everything can be done right over there at the new dock, right, bringing in uh, the fish and so on. And for other tournaments as well, you guys have high school tournaments there. You've had the team championship there in the past. Uh, there's a good chance we'll see those things uh, happening again here in the very near future. So for for every other type of tournament, these, uh, these big events, it'll be a, a perfect setup there. Oh, absolutely. And it's the the great thing about the facility is obviously you've got tremendous uh, amounts of parking. We've got paved parking spaces for 200 trucks and trailers. It's an ADA compliant facility, uh, so it meets that need as well. We've got the spectator parking. We've got additional grass spaces. We've got the, the three launch lanes, which will eventually be six, but we've got the deepest launch lanes on Lake Hartwell, the the, uh, the most dock space of any facility on Lake Hartwell. So it really is a premium facility, not just across the lake, but in, across the country. And the other thing about Green Pond, at the launch itself, uh, it's kind of a natural amphitheater. I remember the amazing crowds that were there at 6 o'clock in the morning for takeoffs, and I was doing interviews and doing some uh, TV stuff out on the dock and, and so on. And it's just the way it sets up down there, you have that sloping bank um, you know, to the, to the left if you're facing the lake of the docks and on the right side as well. And it just kind of sets up where you can you can have – you know, um, more, you know, more than a thousand people in that area and being able to take in all of the activities of the takeoff. No question. And it's a unique venue. Uh, when you look at, at other venues where the classic is launched, we're going to, uh, the plan is to try and really take advantage of those opportunities with this classic coming up, not just the amphitheater and the natural sight lines, but the uh, vast amount of space that we have even to enhance uh, Bass's activation through like uh, the classic sponsors to go outside campaign that they're working on. So we've got a lot of things that we're really trying to push. We really want to make this classic the best ever. And it's a quick and easy trip up to uh, the expo for those that are going, you know, they come out to the launch and so on and then want to go back to the expo in the way. And if I'm remembering it correctly to get to Greenville, I mean, it's all highway and it's like, 25 miles maybe something like that i mean it's uh, or 30 miles 25 minutes something like that with you can it's interstate and you can leave green pond and you can be at the arena or the convention center where the expo is going to take place within 40 to 45 minutes and it's really unique for us because bass uh bass enjoys coming to this part of south carolina because quite frankly there aren't many places they go where the two uh, communities responsible hosting the largest uh, bass tournament in the world are neighbor counties and so Anderson County, Greenville County, or neighbor counties, tremendous working relationships, tremendous facilities. And I think it's been a, uh, 
a big part of the success of the classics and other bash related events that we've had. Plus, you know, to add this, we're in the heart of the bass membership. I think when you look at the top 10 states uh, in terms of membership, bass membership, five of the top 10 states touch the Carolinas. So we're right in the heart of the bass membership. The bass fans always come out. And, and again, with the working relationships we have here locally with the bass fans, too, we're, we're looking at making this a great classic. Neil Paul with us from Visit Anderson in Anderson, South Carolina, Lake Hartwell, talking about the upcoming Bassmaster Classic. The other thing that you're very near there is to one of our new great affiliates, uh, 105.5 The Roar out of Clemson, 97.5 out of Spartansburg, uh, also 15.60 a.m., uh, I know this is a station that you listen to and rip the knob off because you're a big Clemson Tiger fan. Not going the way you wanted it to go this year, I'm sure, but still a big Clemson fan there. And this is the uh, Clemson station, but it's also the new uh, home for Bassmaster Radio in the region. And we're really excited about that because, like you said, these, these folks in this area are, are just uh, bass fishing crazy. Absolutely, they are, and it's yeah. I haven't ripped off the knob this year because I got to be able to turn the channel when the drives drives bogged down on offense. <laughs> but uh, but in the past, yeah, we'd rip the knob off in a heartbeat. But this uh, the folks over at one hundred five five the roar, they do a great job. They've got the the sister station in Spartanburg, and and uh, it really what they've been able to do is really uh, 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 canvas really the upstate with. Uh, with a with a 24-hour sports station and and having Bassmaster Radio as a part of that is only going to enhance what they do because there's so many avid outdoorsmen and anglers across the upstate of South Carolina that this was uh, this is a perfect match for the tournament itself. To the other aspect of this is history is on the line with the Carolina boy. I mean Hank Cherry, friend of the show, great great guy. But he's going for he's trying to do something that no one has ever done. Not Rick Clun, not KVD, not anybody, and that's win three straight Bassmaster Classics. And he's going to get a shot to do it at a, at a body of water that he's pretty familiar with. And man, are there going to be a lot of Hank Cherry fans uh, making the trip over to Greenville and to uh, uh, you know and 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 down to uh, uh, Blake Hartwell for this one. Oh, no question. And you think about this. What, how about this story? Hank Cherry's typically known as a guy that, that really is a master with the jerkbait in his hand. In an early March tournament, this oh. could be a really good jerkbait bite. And he has, you know, designed that new uh, Berkeley Stunner uh, jerkbait with the folks from Pure Fishing, which is headquartered in South Carolina. So you've got a uh, just a variety of stories there that you could pick up and run with. You've got other guys that have had success here in the past. You know, I think about uh, a guy like you know Brandon Cobb. I mean, this is this is his home lake. He's going to get to sleep in his own bed and fish a classic. You know, a guy you know a guy like Matt Airy, another guy that's had success in the past on this lake and 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 others. You know, John Cox, who squeaked in by the skin of his teeth, yeah. um, has won a. Uh, a professional level tournament in the month of March here before. And it's just, it's, uh, I can say this because I don't have a, a dog in the fight in terms of, of, uh, the no information rules, but this spotted bass will play in this deal. You know, if, when you go back and look, we hosted the, uh, Bassmaster college series here, uh, the same weekend, uh, of the classic earlier in March of 21 and Tucker Smith, the, the phenom from, from Auburn called a five thirteen spot, uh, out of the lake on the same weekend, and yeah. and we thought it, we thought it may be a lake record, and in the process of trying to help him get that checked out, 
a buddy of mine, his grandson caught a six seven ah. the next week. And so, you know, in the past, you could come here and fill your limit with spots and go look for a big largemouth bite. But I, I do really believe that this classic could be one with a, with the spotted bass. And and then another guy who will uh, be a fan favorite for sure, Gerald Swindle, uh, who finished 19th in the AOI standings this year. He returns to a place where he was extremely competitive in 2018 and where he gave us one of the all-time great speeches on this stage there at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. And, uh, and I know a lot of folks will be pulling for Gerald Swindle. How, how about if he gets his first major win on the Elite Series, not in an elite event, but in a classic, that would be really something. I had dinner with him recently, and he actually told me that if he comes to Hartwell and wins the classic in March, he's going to do burnouts in the arena with his tundra. <laughs> and I'm actually, and I'm actually pulling for him because I want to see that happen. I really want to see the tundra with the boat behind it, the Phoenix, doing burnouts in the arena in Greenville. Yeah. No, that that would be good. And his his nephew Trey Swindle was on today's show earlier, and I'm sure he would be a big fan of seeing Uncle G uh, laying down some burnouts as well. But uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see how all of that happens. All right, finally, in our last couple of minutes, just talk about the preparations. I mean, you do the deal. Does Bass take everything over? Or are you guys still really involved in everything, making sure you know for the arena and the uh, and for the uh, expo and all of those things? There's a lot of work that you guys do, or is it you do the deal? And turn the whole show over to Bass. No, it's a, it's a very much a partnership. In fact, we've already started. We're like two or three months into uh, biweekly conference calls with the team at Bass, the Greenville team, and the Anderson team going through the process. Hmm. Bass sort of has a way that they want this. They they want this uh, show to 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 work. So we all get our marching orders, but it's very much a team. Uh, we all bring ideas and 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 different ideas to the table, and some of them some of them we can work with, and some of them we can't. But no, it's very much a uh, a team environment with uh, Bass, the folks in Greenville, and here the folks in Anderson, and and uh, and it's something that we all work on together. And it's I think that's the beauty of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, it all because it takes a lot of hands to make this event as successful as it is, and then also. Um, when you're involved in something, you have more ownership in it. And yeah. so that ownership, you get a lot of passion, you get a lot of enthusiasm and, and it just, you know, I couldn't, I look forward to this obviously because it's such a tremendous event for us, but the opportunity to work and be a part of such a tremendous team is, uh is is something special as well. Well, I'm looking forward to it as well. And, of course, now um, Visit Anderson has been a sponsor of Bassmaster Radio for a number of years, and you see why, because Lake Hartwell is such a big part of what goes on uh, at Bass, and it is really, really cool. Neil, I appreciate you. As always, we will chat again, and I look forward to coming over uh, as well maybe two or three times this, this upcoming season. And you don't have to wait for an invitation. You just hook up to Phoenix and head this way. I hear you, brother. I hear you. I know where to find you. We'll, we'll jump right into that PHS and let's go. <laughs> Neil Paul has been our guest. Thanks, Neil. Thank you, Tom. Uh, we'll get a break. We'll come back and wrap it up next. This is Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Welcome back to Bassmaster Radio, presented by Phoenix Boats. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. Final segment of Phoenix Post Bassmaster Radio. And as we idle this show back to the dock, let's take a look at some news and notes from around the pond. 
Dovetail Games has rolled out Bassmaster 2022, the official video game of Bassmaster. Now you can experience the thrill of big bass fishing in Bassmaster Fishing 2022. Available on pretty much all gaming platforms, the standard edition of the game not only features a full in-depth career mode, but also large cross-play multiplayer modes like Bassmaster Royale, eight official real-world venues such as Lake Ray Roberts and the St. John's River, and exclusive bass content along with 10 elite series pro anglers including scott martin and two-time bassmaster classic champion hank cherry and many more and if you jump into the digital deluxe edition of bassmaster fishing 2022 you get access to a boatload of extra content deluxe edition players will get unique deluxe cosmetics special rods lures and reels exclusive in-game clothing items and their own set of mastery challenges so players can truly be masters of the water go to bassmasterthegame.com to get your copy today now is also the time to go to bassmaster.com forward slash sweepstakes and enter to win the bassmaster fall gear giveaway a ten thousand dollar bass pro shops gift card you can sign up daily for the fall gear giveaway through november 15th Get your official Bassmaster merchandise at Bassmaster.shop. Hats, shirts, hoodies, and more, all from your favorite outdoor brands in great Bassmaster styles. Plus, Bassmaster.shop has official Bass Nation merchandise. Shop for yourself or get gifts for your friends and family. Look for great deals every week at Bassmaster.shop, like 40% off select gear on the site right now. Bassmaster.shop, the only place to buy official Bassmaster and Bassmaster Classic gear. And have you ever wished that you could buy gear to support your favorite elite angler? Well, check out ProFishing.shop for select angler hats, hoodies, and tees, including championship gear from their wins. Check back often as the roster of anglers is growing every week. But now you can rock the logo of your favorite pro. Plus, check out our exclusive lifestyle line, hashtag fish on, to proclaim your love of fishing. And take a look at the legendary lake series as well. You can even buy Bassmaster radio gear there. That's profishing.shop. Now, remember, if you missed any of this week's show, it's just to click away at Bassmaster.com forward slash radio or just hit the watch button and click on Bassmaster Radio. So until next time, keep those lines tight and nets heavy. I'm Tom Abraham, and this has been Phoenix Post Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.